Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A Live Girl and the Big Salamanders. Hi. Hello. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) This week, coming at you hot, we start out with a riveting tale about a thing called the Michigan Triangle. You think you know what it's coming? Guys, you, you don't. Unless you do. Unless you do. If you know about the Michigan Triangle, listen, then you're rad. Yeah, you're cool. Even if you do Buy know. Our merch. Please do. This? Guys, kiss us. <laughs> if you do know about the Michigan Triangle, come on the pod, yo. We want to we hear your stories. Then we segue into UFOs and the... Apparent reclassification of UFOs by the fucking U.S. Navy. The new U.S. Navy knows about this shit, yo. It goes all the way to the top. Follow the money. They love them. They're all about them. And then... We have Kyle bringing us... We're going to call it a definition, perhaps a theory, perhaps just an overall thought uh, train about what it is to live and die. And that sounds heavy, guys. It sure does. But just hear them out. You'll either be on board or extraordinarily confused. And concerned for his well-being. Definitely that. Either way. (laughs) I'm okay. Well, okay. Let's see how it goes. Fun fact for the day. The Pentagon uses more... Fun fact for the day. The Pentagon emits more greenhouse gases than small nations all over the world. Way to go, guys. A lot of farts and bureaucracy. (laughs) It's the farts. It's all the farts. All right. Strap in. Here we go. (laughs) Get ready. So, guys, you've heard of the Bermuda Triangle, correct? Sure have. Yes. Yeah. Everyone has. It's, I don't know, in Bermuda? Bermuda, Bermuda Bahamas. You don't fly through there because it's, there's electrical storms. Ships go missing. The Philadelphia. Yes. Think, Experiment. Yeah, that was. Was that the Bermuda? Was, that's when they turned a ship invisible because of the government's secret money and shit. Yeah. We should talk about that. That's we, a good one. Did we already talk about that? I don't think so. I think it we was on the docket, but we've uh, never done a segment. Up. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, fun fact, our own self-named Great Lake, the Lake Michigan, mm-hmm. has its own spooky triangle. <gasps> Ooh. So what does that mean? What, what do you guys think a spooky triangle in the Great Lakes means? Illuminati triangle is the spookiest triangle. Ships um, go missing. I think people go missing. Lots yeah, I would death. I would argue it's the same thing as the Bermuda Triangle, but in Lake Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Do you think like in terms of like the spookiness, it's more or less? I mean I it's smaller. A, it's much smaller. I have a small confession to make in that I know what this is. <laughs> I that might not. <laughs> I, I saw the title or Michigan Triangle. Mm-hmm. I didn't look into it at all. But I actually think it's spookier. When I first started, it is so yeah. much more accessible. So the Michigan yes. Triangle has way more uh, like 
shipwrecks and plane crashes and disappearances than the Bermuda really holy shit triangle really so when i first like when when we first decided like this was going to be our segment i just like looked at the title michigan triangle and i was like okay this is going to be some like hokey nonsense like the people of michigan are going to be like trying to make the michigan triangle a thing no dude it's for serious it's very serious yeah so it goes from uh benton harbor Michigan. So basically, two of the sides of the triangle are on the left side of the state. So if you hold up your ha- your left hand, like get up, that mitten up, one mitten one up. side of the triangle, two corners of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. two corners of the triangle. <laughs> if you put it like just halfway up your hand, and then the other side, I believe, goes over to Wisconsin, uh, a little bit outside of Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Oh, it's that close to Milwaukee? Uh, it, it's. I mean, on a map. <laughs> uh, I hold on. I actually have a. Uh, Do you have the legend uh, handy? Yeah, I, I was just I was looking it up before, and yeah, so it it starts from Ed- Eddington to Benton Harbor, and then Man- actually it's it's way north in Milwaukee. I'm I'm sorry about that. It's way fucking north. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 not like a right triangle. It's a very kind of weird shaped triangle. Obtuse or isosceles? I can't remember what either acute. of those are. Acute is obtuse not a. It's an obtuse. Obtuse is one. Obtuse that's is one, where, right? Like, there's the one angle that's larger than ninety degrees. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. And then acute is it's two acute angles. It's acute as it's little because it's a. It's a cute. It's a cutie. Yeah, it has two acute. Much angles like us, obtuse. kiss us. <laughs> Please kiss us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. This goes back to like I believe like the 1600s where ships started to go missing. Wow! And there's one story I can't remember the name of the ship. Um, it was on its way from I believe uh, Michigan to Wisconsin, and this happened I believe in the late 1800s, 1890s. And the ship wrecked. Luckily, people were like, "Okay, they they got the ship to shore." And everyone's like, "What the fuck happened?" They're like, "We don't know." Like electrical storms came out of nowhere. Uh, sea got really rough, all of that. Fast forward like 25 years. The boat has been like refurbished, re- retrofitted to be like a new boat. Sails out. Same boat? Same boat. Same boat fixed? It's fixed. Okay. But they replaced everything, so is it really the same boat? It had the same name. Okay. Sails out into the Michigan Triangle only for the boat to be recovered. No one else. What? Yeah. How many people were on board? Uh, I believe like in the 20s. How did they get the Wait. boat back without a people on? Did it just they, like they found it? Like it was just floating alone and yeah, and like, sh- totally shipwrecked. <gasps> Wait, oh. oh, so it was like it, the boat, boat was, was damaged. Oh yeah, boat. Okay, was, okay. Was was a disaster. Oh my god, and no sign of life anywhere. No. Oh my god. Um, and that's like one of the fucking crazy things. There's another one. I believe it happened in the uh, once again in the 1920s. A captain was uh, taking his ship across, and he's in the Michigan Triangle, and he's like, "All right." I'm going to hang out. There were storms coming. He he goes into the ship's cabin and he brings down to the the cook or whatever. Hey, our first mate, come get me when uh, like dinner's ready. Mm-hmm. Hour goes by. Mate comes up. Door's locked. He's like looking around, looking through the, the windows. He's knocking on it. He finally breaks down the door. Captain is not in the room. But the door was locked. The, the door, door was, was locked, locked from the inside. Literally, Captain Disappearance. No one, they never found him. What? Everything else on the ship was fine. Just Everything, the captain was gone. Captain gone. And there's no way he could have just like left, like jumped out a window like no. and was like, I'm at, I'm Audi 5000. Yeah. I hate the sea. Yeah. I'm a BB girl. Slash lake. I got goosebumps and it's not cold in here. That is so spooky. He just was, so they never, he'd never seen again, never heard again. Yeah. 
And then fast forward 30 years <laughs> to the 1950s. There's a plane flying across. This this I, one I did read about. Yeah, yeah. This one's fucking nuts. So the plane um, had radio contact. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, cool. Um, there's an electrical storm. We're going to we they requested permission from like the flight crew or whatever mm-hmm. uh the radio towers the to, air to traffic control air 30, traffic controllers air traffic yeah control to go 3500 feet which mm-hmm. is like really low but this is the 50s i don't know how fucking high planes flew back then <laughs> yeah they're um, like planes were like basically wagons with yeah. with wings and so they requested that the last like radio contact message was saying we are at 2500 feet oh shit and then nothing oh shit radar hmm. blip gone what and like the entire plane Never found. They did sonar in Lake Michigan. Never found any single piece. But they have they have found like hundreds of shipwrecks in the Michigan Triangle. When I was reading about this one, I did read that as they were communicating, the flight was called. Uh, it was a it was flight twenty five oh one, and there were police officers that at the same. So like the 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 plane was communicating with um, air traffic control. Let's say at I don't know ten a.m. At that same exact time, two police officers reported seeing this weird red light hovering over Lake Michigan, and they independently reported this, and it happened to line up at almost the exact same time that they lost contact with with twenty five oh one. Yeah. So people are like, oh, yo, aliens, dog, and it's like honestly. Maybe underwater, Lake well, Michigan aliens. Maybe. Well, all right. Are you spooked at all? I, got I go- am. I have goosebumps. Right. I'm spooked. Got- so, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna do a little sidetrack before I get you get real spooky. So you know the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that happened. In like the beer or the boat. The boat. <laughs> the one that everyone knows the song of. Yes. I'm familiar with F. Scott Fitzgerald. Is this in any way related? No. So okay. If you grew up pretty much around no. the Great Lakes. In school, you learned the song "The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald." Okay, it was a good ship of a uh, good ship and crew, um, uh-huh. and it's a great song. It's uh, sung by Gordon Lightfoot. You should I'll put it on. To it. I'll look it up on Spotify on the way home. It's like seven minutes long. It's fantastic. It sounds awesome. <laughs> you know, and we just feel bad for the sons and the wives and the daughters. Um, anyway, didn't had nothing to do with this for like for a second. <laughs> I'm researching this and I'm like, holy shit, was the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? Wait, wait, in Lake Michigan. <laughs> No, it was like Superior. They need to add that to the song, the alien part. Yeah. Gordon Lightfoot. (laughs) Gordon Lightfoot, get your shit together, my dog. Anyway, so Matt, you you talk about undersea aliens. Well, just recently, like I believe in the past 10 years, there have been like uh, sonar experiments going on to like find like these shipwrecks and stuff because like Lake Michigan is full of them, like all the Great Lakes. This is happening recently? Yeah. This is recent. Okay. And they saw something really weird. When they were going through and what it's been described as is Lake Michigan Stonehenge. Yes. It's estimated to be 10,000 years old and it's literally pillars of stacked rocks at the bottom of Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan is deep as fuck. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, but that shit is deep, yo. And what what I was reading is what they believe it to be is hunting pillars. So okay. what, what um, like the ancient people would do is build these giant pillars and hide behind them while animals would walk past. It was basically like a... Oh, that's so sneaky. Yeah. That's it, smart. That's genius. It, you know, you can always go to the other side of the pillar as they walk past. <laughs> Pull out your bow and arrow. Shoot. Get those stupid ass deer. But this thing is like hundreds of feet underwater. 
Is there right. any way, just to be a skeptic, is there any way that this uh, Stonehenge, North American Stonehenge, could have existed on land at one time yeah, and I mean, via, like, I don't know, like, well, plate shifting and shit? Again, well, not a scientist, but... So couldn't it happen pre-Ice Age because... Great Lakes were formed from mm-hmm. glacial movement. Do you know when that ice age happened? Matt, are you a millions scientist? Millions of years ago. Not millions, no, but I believe it's more like... It, it couldn't have been less I, than 10,000 years yeah. ago. Right. Or, well, I don't, but well, I mean, yeah. there was... Well, couldn't have been? Again... 10,000 BC is a movie where there's an ice age. And cannot stress I enough how not movie. a scientist Was there not I life am. before the ice age? Well, life started with there Adam was. and Eve, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, God damn but, well, so, I guess that doesn't really make sense because wouldn't the glaciers that carved Lake Michigan just kind of move over whatever's yes, there? But my, I guess like the the Jesus. other question is like I saw pictures of these of these of the Stonehenge things. It's it's tall, not that tall. Like they were like there there's a picture with a diver right next to it, and the 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 thing you just said about maybe it being a man made uh, hunting like camouflage thing makes sense because they look to be about the size of a person, like maybe six to eight feet tall. Uh, this so the size of Matt. Um, <laughs> Matt's very tall listeners. Um, so but my, I guess if it was like if it was an ice age that moved in and like covered these uh, structures first of all they are built in this way that's like very it looks very ceremonial like it's all it's like in a circle if you're hunting why would you build all your shit in a circle I guess because like that's the best hunting spot but still it seems uh, weird and then wouldn't the the extreme pressure and weight of the water not knock over these for like 10, for 10,000 years knock over these little baby ass rocks with the currents yeah with the currents yeah and around that site, they also found this rock that has a carving that, once again, they believe to be around 10,000 years old. And it's a mammoth. Whoa. And it's just like, it's fucking cool. It's on, there's someone carved into a rock? Yeah. That's it's fucking like a, dope. It's like a stone carving. Oh of a mammoth. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was pre-Ice Age. Well, so I just looked it up. The Ice Age took place from 2.5 million years ago up to 11,000 years ago, which, holy shit, that's a long ass that's time a, to be cold. That's a you huge gap of million? time. 2.5 million years million. ago, the, the last Ice Age started, and it lasted technically until 12,000 years ago. God bless it. That's chilly times, dude. Winter came. Winter fucking came. That, that's the long fucking night. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so... The Michigan Triangle has all this spooky shit. It's got pillars at the bottom of the sea. Yeah. Shipwrecks, plane crashes. Yeah. Disappearances. Tons of sightings of UFOs. So many. Really? And when I thought of this, I was like, holy shit. I go up north. I've told the story about how I thought... Missing time. Missing time. The missing time with you and your buddy. Unfortunately... Yes, I was like two hours away. Oh, you weren't an Alpine. Well, maybe the aliens the were. Chillers maybe the book. aliens were just passing over, trying to get to Lake Michigan, and they just they took a little pit stop to fuck up they your stay, day. They stay in Alpina, Aliens of Alpina. Yeah, the Michigan Chillers book. Sure. And then they commute to the to the to Michigan, Michigan Triangle, Triangle yeah. to abduct some people, and then they go back. They're weekenders. So Kyle just ran into them on their daily commute. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Bad timing. And it's just like to me, I I don't like water. I don't like big open water. I no. hate it. Like if I can't, I drink water every day. Good, that's good, Matt. I good. love water. That's good for you, <laughs> Matt's. So high. Matt's drinking water right the fuck now, y'all. Glug glug glug. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here's what I find especially unsettling about the Michigan Triangle versus the Bermuda Triangle is that I can comprehend like, you know, planes crashing, ships wrecking in the giant 
ocean, in the Atlantic Ocean, I can comprehend those things never being found again. Yeah. And while I understand that like Michigan is massive and it's an ocean, it's an inland sea, yada, yada, yada. It does feel scarier that these things go missing in a confined space. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. what's scary because if it's the Atlantic Ocean, it can get swept truly any which way. This planet is mostly water. It could be anywhere. But within a lake, even if that lake is massive. A totally enclosed lake. A totally enclosed lake. I think there's like a tiny little baby stream somewhere that could connect it to the ocean. I'm, again, not a scientist, but I cannot imagine a scarier like thought then here's this confined space here's this very findable thing a fucking plane and it's just gone blip off the map gone that's horrifying jesus almost 70 years yep never been found never been found no trace no wreckage nothing and that that is that is one of many yeah and they find wreckage, dude. They'll fucking find your wreckage. They found the, the, fu- the, your the, the Polynesian <laughs> thing. They find yeah, the, the Malaysian part. Yeah. Or, like yes. The plane, later, yeah. 70 years and we've got nothing. No one's fucking looking I for this look shit. I look at my flight path. I'm going to Seattle. I better not fly over there. If you're flying over the Michigan Triangle, this was, this is a tip for all our listeners. If you are flying over the Michigan Triangle, you got to reroute your shit, dude. You- hope you're above the electrical storms. Yes. Slash- even today, they're common in that area. It's horrifying horrifying reroute all of your travel plans never go anywhere across the michigan triangle Man, i really want to check it out does that, you want to take like, a rowboat I, out I, there i, I want to go check it out Matt, you want to take a rowboat out of the michigan triangle with me and just like sort of do. see what happens i would actually love this is our that. this is how we break it this is how we a, d- a dinghy this is how we, we break into rope. documentary filmmaking we get a really yeah. long rope and tie it to the boat oh, and no, then somebody reels box. us we, in we bird box <laughs> it up oh shit. shit if we don't take our blindfold off it can't get it us. Can't get us. Yeah, the aliens can't get us. And who's going to volunteer to take their blindfold off first? The kids. We'll we'll find some kids. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a couple kids as bait. Aliens love kids. Aliens fucked with uh, Kyle and his friend. They were kids. Aliens love kids. They're impressionable. Well, th- it's the whole plot of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. They take that kid. Yeah, this checks out. We'll kill. <laughs> we'll grab a couple kids. They'll be the the ones to take their blindfold. We'll off. send them out on the boat. We'll have. We'll give them a run. We'll stay on shore. The kids will go yes. out. We'll Ooh. give them a quick rundown on the boat. And be so like, teach all right. them how to, kids well, learn so, fast. So the fault in that plan is we don't know if the kids don't come back because they're just dumb and don't know how to operate a boat. We'll, we'll train them good. Yeah, we give them a swan boat. Ooh, Ooh. Well, and we give them way. GPS. Perfect. Yeah. Done. And all then right. the GPS Fingers. is just going to disappear. In a, and then you're going to look. You We're going to be watching Google Maps. And then the blip then it, on the radar is going to be gone. And then the fucking <laughs> GPS is at Mars. <laughs> <laughs> the GPS is excellent. Wait, we have to give them an iPhone with Find My Friends. Perfect. <laughs> Friend is at Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Guys, we're a, we're an alien podcast, right? We believe in aliens across the board. Absolutely, no? yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. What's the X Files poster? I want to believe. I want to believe. Yeah. Well, we. I do. Our believe. poster is. I do believe. Yeah. I do believe it, the wanting is over. Is that an actual poster? Can we get it for the recording room? Can you look it up? Oh, yeah. you. There's like I, lots of I want to believe posters. No, out I, there. I do believe. Oh, we should I make bet one. That's awesome, <gasps> guys. That'll be our first merch thing. We make a poster of the Alive Girls and the Big Salad that just says I do believe on it, and we don't go into detail necessarily do you think that's a copyright strike no no i mean we're big <laughs> we're pretty big they're gonna find us we got tens of listeners <laughs> <laughs> over a hundred oh Almost. tens yeah. so technically tens, tens yes tens, yeah. tens. anything Multiple can be broken tens. down into tens i don't Dozens. know <laughs> Ooh. anyway <laughs> everyone just had a real cold self-reflective moment um so so we believe in in ufos lots of people don't because they think they're hokey and they think that's stupid and they think it's conspiracy based and yada yada and well, they're dumb and boring you're stupid and exactly right based. but you know who's on our side now tell me the u.s navy y'all oh. reclassification i'm gonna read okay so here's the thing ufo sightings there are literally thousands and thousands and thousands that we know of Every single one has been investigated. Not every single one, but all the big ones have been investigated to the nines. People know all about it. We won't get into those ones. But here's what I'd like to get into are a couple of sightings that were made by naval and or air force individuals that have just sort of come to the, uh, come to light in the wake of the Navy sort of releasing a statement Um basically uh like updating their protocol about what to do with ufos or as they as they call them uaps which stands for unexplained aerial phenomenon which honestly sounds cooler than yeah unidentified flying object and again it should be set up front that ufo uap whatever you want to call it does not necessarily mean that there's extraterrestrials or aliens on board no again i disagree personally <laughs> but the the navy released a statement recently this is a direct quote. Listeners, I do have an outline. <laughs> there have been a number of reports of unauthorized and or unidentified aircrafts entering various military controlled ranges and designated airspace in recent years. The Navy is updating and formalizing the process by which reports of any such suspected incursions can be made to the cognizant authorities, which is a lot of words basically saying we recognize that UFOs, U UAPs are a thing and we're updating how you can report these things to us. Well, what's crazy is, is that that came out and then that that article was always accompanied by two videos that a lot of people yes. had never seen before. The thing is, is those videos were publicly released, I believe, in 2011 or 2015. It's been, yeah, they've been around. And no one fucking cared. No I saw one cared. those videos. And when I saw, I was like, oh shit, there's new shit. There's new When I saw those videos, I saw those videos in like 2012, 2013, like after they had come out. But I, I was saying to myself, I was like, this is going to blow the fucking lid off, man. This goes all the way to the top. No, no one gave a shit. It's crazy. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Do you want to do you want to get into what those videos are? Because yeah, I have so, a little breakdown. So you have a breakdown. I do have a breakdown. Yeah, go of both. I think of both of the famous ones. Yeah. The, the one is called the the USS. And I think I'm pronouncing this correctly. Nimitz encounter. It was from 2004. The video was released um, several like a decade later, but. In 2004, off of the USS Princeton, an unknown aircraft uh, blipped up on radar 100 miles off the coast of San Diego. So for two, so this this like weird unidentified flying object was just on, like kept blipping up on a, on the radar about 100 miles off the coast. And for two weeks, the crew on the USS Princeton was tracking this object, and it would appear anywhere in between. 80,000 feet above sea level and then it would drop to like right above the surface of the ocean and like these like immediately like these crazy fast speeds okay. like super fast so they were tracking it and they were getting really freaked out about it so they sent out fighter jets from the USS Nimitz and again I think I'm pronouncing that correctly it's a weird <laughs> word Nimitz it could be Nimitz so they they literally like get these fighter jets to go out and investigate it and what they what they see and what they report and what is on this video it's hard to see obviously it's like a it's like a radar video you know like a like a it's grainy i, I believe it's like heat heat, heat yeah. yeah okay so but what they see and what they report and again these are two fighter pilots from the navy like these are not just like you know uncle joe and bob out getting drunk in the woods like these are very reputable sources they see that what they they first report seeing churning water like like a weird little whirlpool and then they see this this ovally shadow appear right under the surface of the ocean and then this thing breaks the surface and what as i saw i read a couple of articles every article describes it as a tic-tac shaped object yeah. and have you heard the audio of the video yes the, the pilots are like it's like a silver tic-tac yes yes oh. and they're like they're like what the hell is that what am i looking at they're getting really freaked out and this thing comes out from like under the surface of the ocean it's this little tic-tac shaped object it appears Above the water, it has no visible markings to indicate an engine, wings, windows. No infrared monitors could reveal any exhaust. This thing is just a complete... It's just a little tic-tac floating above the ocean. It's got no identifying markings. And so the uh, the two fighter pilots try to intercept the craft, right? But it just, like, it accelerates at a speed. I think they said it was... Uh, it well, it's, it, it accelerated and reappeared on radar 60 miles away. They said it moved three times, three times the speed of sound what? and more than twice the speed of the fighter jets. So by the time they caught up to it, like where it blipped to, it, it took them twice as long to get there as this thing took to get there, if that makes sense. And, and, and the, the scariest part to me is, is in, I think, either in the video or in interviews with the pilots, because they, they can now talk about it ever since the video is released. Yeah. They said that they saw it when it was hovering above the water. What they thought it looked like is it was sucking water up into the craft. Yes. And it was creating this little whirlpool, this little churning circle of water. And it was like, honestly, it's like aliens are exploring our oceans, which if I'm an alien, that's what you do. Why would you go like like we said earlier? You can find so much shit about like the mainland. There's so much of the ocean that's unexplored. Yeah. Let's link back to the Michigan Triangle. This is literally like they are exploring under our oceans because that is what most of this planet is that's where most life on this planet is it's under the ocean so under of course the sea. under the sea so of course they'd be under the quick quick little break in in temperament we had to how, lighten the mood how how big was this tic-tac shaped object i i didn't see any like i think it's like defining reports feet long I think. yeah 200 it would, feet long yeah so it's like it's giant it's ship like it's 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 like a big significant thing but there that's it was hard to say fields. Uh, no, no, no. Yards. yards. 
Oh. 200 feet is like... <laughs> that's... It's less that's than two, one That's two-thirds of a football field. So it's probably smaller yes, than better. like a, like an airplane that you like take yeah. places. Yeah, okay. Still... That, no, that's still... Imagine an airplane without wings or engines or the big tail at the just end. Just doing just it. Just popping up out of nowhere. Just doing it. There's another report, another uh, very famous report that, uh, that was accompanied by a video. Actually, it's it's sort of like... I'm I'm unofficially calling it the uh, the Theodore Ro- or Theodore Roosevelt sightings because the, for over the course of two years there's this aircraft carrier called the Theodore Roosevelt, and over the course of two years there were several uh, uh, Navy pilots. One of whom his name was Ryan Graves, Lieutenant Ryan Graves. He had been a Navy pilot for ten years consistently reported sightings of unidentified flying objects off of the coast. I think it was Virginia. It was, it was from Virginia to Florida. That's where this aircraft carrier was like, I guess pacing. I don't know what aircraft carriers do. <laughs> they drive around and they just like, they just like chill. So they kept seeing all chill if I, they just, they cruise they pull up somewhere. They say, is it chill if I chill here? <laughs> Yo bro, is it chill if I chill here? <laughs> so oh, fuck. they go out, they sun themselves. <laughs> just a bunch of sailors, guys being dudes. Dudes being guys. Fine feet apart because we're not gay so <laughs> they saw <laughs> I'm slightly off mic <laughs> back to serious shit sorry it's not that serious but it it's is in fucking, another way it is, is. no so it is serious. it is serious because here's the thing this this guy says that over the course of these two years there were dozens of sightings they reported it to the pentagon's there was a pentagon program called the advanced aerospace threat identification program which is technically debunked because it ran out of money but the navy says the navy says that it, it operates quote-unquote in other ways so like it used to be this program where uh Basically, they investigated UFOs, not on like Project Blue Book. Do you guys know what Project Blue Book is? No. Back in the, I think it was the 50s, it was a United States Air Force, uh, uh, I guess, uh, program, let's call it. But they would study unidentified flying objects and, and the reports therein. And it was, I think Project Blue Book was like the second or third uh, program of its kind. Like it was, it, the government has consistently had programs that are federally funded like on the books programs to investigate things like ufo sightings because they're so prevalent and then without fail these programs will sort of like like quote-unquote run out of money or quote-unquote you know we we didn't find anything and then they'll just be closed and that's sort of game yeah but you know clearly the shadow government x-files literally like like truly x-files yes x-files in real life god i need to rewatch x-files so so goddamn good good. this is that show is scary x-files sponsor us we endorse you we accept you. Please. X-Files, come back and sponsor, sponsor us. us. They, are, they, they're bad. they are? Well, they, they did the season. X-Files, ignore that I didn't know that. Please you still sponsor us. Do, do a new season? No. <laughs> I'm so sorry, X-Files. Scully! Scully, listen. <laughs> Older. Don't take that personally. But I didn't know. Well, what, what's interesting is, is so, you know, reading it, they don't want to say it's like extraterrestrial. No, they never do. For multiple reasons, right? Like, to me... There's there's two explanations. One, aliens. Two yes. is it is like secret government programs, either ours or other countries. Yes. And that's like unidentified because it's like we're not going to put like Russia. If this is their thing, they're not going to be like, all right, that's uh, our thing. Uh, hammer and sickle right on the side. Right, still, right, right. That's still their logo. Um, like they're going <laughs> to keep it plain. And then, right. of course, like I'm guessing if it's that fucking secret, like our counterintelligence and spies and shit like don't know about it i think it's probably the u.s i think Mm. because there's a lot of stories about 
And it always sounds so crazy of like ex-pilots who are like, yeah, like I've piloted these crafts. Um, like the big secret ones? Yeah. Where they're like, yeah, like I've flown things that technically are like anti-gravity. Yeah. And like it didn't work very well. And this is like people from like the 60s and 70s. Right. And then those, but the issue is those same people are like, there's a... Uh, a cave underground and we have uh aliens locked there and right we, we are in contact with them and yeah and it, then it's like you, oh, that, it te- yeah. Had me. you had me it tends to be that all the people coming forward saying like oh yeah these these uh reported ufo like i've i've been in a in a ship that'll that'll like travels three times the speed of sound i can do that like i've been in that it's like okay but then they always come back with that crazy shit that like double crazy shit where they just completely debunk themselves and one thing so i will say in in defense of all these navy pilots all of them said you know we don't uh you know we don't believe that this is aliens we think that this is uh like maybe like secret drone program something that we're not privy to none of them have come forward being like it is truly aliens that have come to make contact with us but one thing that that uh i think it was graves was the guy i was just talking about he made a good point in one of the articles i was reading that basically said this cannot be a manned space or um, a manned aircraft because a human would die moving at those speeds the the rate that it accelerated to stop like it's not the moving quickly that that kills you it's the acceleration and the stopping and it's like watching this thing move the rate that it accelerated and the rate that it stopped the human body cannot handle that you would die so the the it could only be really it could only be a uh, an unmanned craft like a drone or some technology that we're not privy to again aliens from another uh planet or under the sea maybe maybe there's aliens in our fucking ocean i mean they wouldn't be aliens they would not then. well they could It'd still be, be aliens they'd be alien, alien they just wouldn't us. be extraterrestrials yes. Yes. they'd be aliens not extraterrestrials mermaids yeah what's, <laughs> what's just what's crazy under the sea under the sea <laughs> it's like Sebastian under there coming up he's like our technology is greater than you ever imagined. <laughs> I, Little Mermaid's like, forks and shit. It's no, now it's like laser guns. <laughs> I can't wait We're, for Little Mermaid too. Little Mermaid too. She just takes gonna over the earth. Lit. <laughs> but like, it's so. I, I have a very big kind of like thought process of like the the United like unless like a fucking UFO like Independence Day they come like that. Mm-hmm. The U.S. government will never. I I believe any government will never confirm the existence of extraterrestrial life or intelligent extraterrestrial life because I do believe that would fucking make the world go nuts. Absolutely. You want to talk we about We have like, to nuke the moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean when you think this this is going to get kind of deep, but when you think about the amount of people who who follow a religion where it, basically their religion says that earth, life is only on earth and we are the only yes. intelligent life on earth and you were to be like uh just kidding you. They were just talking to us and uh they're just coming to hang out but they're from like Hundreds of light years away. Wait, before this, we just have to drop a fake religious book like the Book of Mormon. And I can't yes. say this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> speak your truth. Yeah, speak we your have to power. drop a fake religious book about how God had a second playground. Well, that's Scientology. <laughs> Scientology is all about aliens coming yeah. here, right? Oh, it's just Scientology's right. Scientology that's all we have to say. Right. Ron L. Hubbard. Is it Ron L. Hubbard? Yeah. L. Ron, Ron Hubbard. L. Ron, L. Ron Hubbard. Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. That dude. And Ron Hubbard. <laughs> Tom Cruise was right all along. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So I have like this very kind of unique view of, of life and death. And, and I don't always believe it, but I go back and forth with it a lot. Okay. And it really kind of comes back into my like conscious. Is that the right way to say it? When I have like a very strange day where everything kind of feels off. All right. Okay. So, and this, this has actually happened recently. So, so I have this extremely weird, at least I think it's weird belief that, You know how when you you go to sleep and you dream, you have these dreams, and the the concept of time in a dream is like almost fucking nothing. wild. Yeah. yeah, like like you almost jump time, like you yeah. forget, like you just jump from one event to the Inception next. Inception rules, a lot of the time. right? Like five Or, minutes in a dream could be hours, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. I'll have dreams where it's like, oh, I feel like that that took five hours, and it's like a twenty minute nap. Yes. Yep. Or vice versa. So I have this this kind of like strange belief that. Every entire life that you live mm-hmm. is literally just a dream of like your current life. And every once in a while you act and what it is, is, is you have this entire life, but it's in your current life and it emulates your life at that point in time. So this is well, almost, let me see if I understand this. You're saying as you're the, the life we're living now, the light that we're conscious of living is occurring in a dream of another you. Yes. Okay. So like this is almost like that. I don't know if it was like a story or just like a fictional post about how this guy came out of a coma oh, and he yeah. was super depressed because like this dream life he had in the coma, he had like the happiest life, the best yeah, life he's ever wanted. I read that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Such a bummer. Well, so, so that's kind of how I base it off of is so I had, I had a really weird day like last week where it felt like it, I was like living like three weeks in the past, like things huh. that I thought like Uh, just like were like things going on just didn't totally make sense. Okay. And I was like, none of this makes sense due to the occurrences in the past two weeks. So the way I, I see it is every once in a while you live a day in your real life and your real life goes along with these dreams. So every I'm, time, I'm a little confused. Okay. I can't lie to you. So, so, so you were, let's say tonight, like, like let's say right now, yes. this conversation is real. This is real. This, this is, is this is real life. This real. is real life. You're awake. And yes. when you go to bed, you completely live another life. And at some point, what it does is it your life pretty much follows what you've actually lived up into a point. Okay. And then as of today, the rest of your life is completely based 
upon your dreams. So it's like dream until life. You, oh, go ahead. Until you wake back up and you live another day in this life? No. You what? Your what? entire life. <laughs> this is crazy. So there's like dream life Maggie and, and real life Maggie. These two things are happening parallel to each other. And eventually they crisscross. Is that sort of what you're saying? Kind of. But when you, let's say the end of your dream is you completely dying. Okay. But when you wake up, you don't remember all of that piece. It's oh, like you don't remember that dream. Shit. So you can't like you can't tell when you're in a dream or when you're out because they mirror each other so much. Fascinating. But you can kind of like get these weird feelings where you're like, this doesn't totally make sense based on things. It's like you're living within a dream or you're back into real life. Getting those certain memories of your dream. God, this is so convoluted. I do th- this uh, go ahead. no you go ahead no I, no, no, I, no, I was no. going to say this reminds me of the of glitching in in the matrix like that's right. that's what so, this this is the only thing I can relate it to so like in the dream life are you surrounded by the same people you are in the real life yes okay it's like life so is it is it like is it like Inception then is it sort of like you're just like going backwards through layers of dream life in real life I wouldn't say that okay I w- I'd say that. There, there's a certain so I here's here to to kind of go off the glitch in the matrix. We're just gonna take this te- te- technology, Matt. Maybe this will will help you understand. So it's like if you're playing a uh, a video game mm-hmm. and you you press save mm-hmm. and you're like I'm gonna do something in this that I'm not gonna do, but I'll play it for like another four hours, maybe like being like a bad guy. Yeah. So you have your real save game. Have, it's like real. Have, yeah, that that's that's the game you're actually pursuing. And now you're going to go off and be bad you guy. Say, you just made for fun. your save. OK, you're going to go off and continue down that road. And let's say you're like, I'm going to do it until I die in this character as this character. So like once what? you die, you reload that save and then you play it again oh. a different way. So, so like what that, they made Westworld for kind of yeah. this feels Westworldy. You're kind of you're you're doing a little bit of a Westworld, but well, obviously Westworld is a little different because the the I guess in the, I guess it's sort of the same because there's no consciousness on either party's behalf. But and so you're saying you have real Kyle. This actually this video game metaphor is helping me. Real Kyle is the good guy in the video game. You hit save, then Dream Kyle takes over. He says, "I'm going to do some fuck shit for a little bit," and then Dream Kyle dies. Real Kyle wakes back up and was like, "Whoa, I just had a dream. I was doing some fuck shit." And and then you continue on with your regular life. Am I am I almost yeah, for, on, on board? For like one day, and okay. then you go back to sleep. So, and once again, and you then you're relive. and then you're fuck shit, Kyle again. So you live a whole life, a whole life every oh my night. God. So you so never really you die. Life, so what? You never die. So your, you your never concept truly of life die. and death well, is just or it's always a hamster there wheel. There is a, a well. I also have a concept of the true death, which okay. is when your real self dies. I do believe that because. I, this goes back to my whole like when you're in a dream you cannot concept time i do believe that either the concept of an afterlife or just the concept of the rest of your life like let's say i i've thought about this a lot apparently when, yeah this right is when good you die, your brain releases like a ton of like bullshit right, that right. I do yeah believe. no that is and, that's like, true it's, it's like a burst of energy i it's believe called, you that this is shit your pants <laughs> <laughs> your butthole does the same thing when you die your brain literally creates like an ex- entire universe that your conscious will live on in that split second but in your mind it's forever feel like forever yes this i have yeah. heard it feels very black mirror but that that is a belief that a lot of people i don't know if a lot of people but i i am familiar with that belief that 
the the moment of your death your consciousness is like quote released whatever and your ver like the afterlife that people sometimes relate like in near death experiences where they come back and they're like i saw a light or i was so warm and happy like that's the neurons in your brain firing out and that is sort of that that one moment can exist over the plane of time right and and so which sounds lovely well yeah that's does. the thing is is i've gotten in things where i'm like how did i not fucking die like either like close car accidents or uh-huh. like i almost fell out a window once yeah. and it's just okay, like bran what bran bran yeah i almost got kicked out um <laughs> you watched some twins fucking yeah they came for you. twins twins best um where where i've looked Spoiler at it and i'm alert, like what if i did die Thrones episode one. in that- season one episode, episode one. one you can't yeah. spoil that anymore no no i just like i want to make sure everyone's cool if you've not started game of thrones spoiler alert, episode one sorry kyle you were saying uh well <laughs> like i I've, i feel like if i would have died i don't know it because your brain does that thing where it's just like all right we're just gonna compute the rest of your life and right now and you will live it hmm. and that's just kind of going on for you I, it's my belief that i'll never die <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i was just so, about to say it's like your belief is just that death doesn't actually ever happen. so another question you for you prove to me that death is real because if i die i either won't or i won't know it so, other people can die I well cannot. death is obviously real because we all know dead people but <laughs> but the, the 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 consciousness of one understanding death in real time in your own body of course we can't prove that that's impossible yes so what state are you in kyle are you in real life dream life or true death life or did you right like, now right now I, am, I would say <clears throat> real real life is the smallest percentage whoa dream life is probably the biggest I'm nervous because, about like, you. Yeah. And then, I, I, so I'd say, yeah, death life is bigger than real, real life. Okay. Kyle is not high. Like, I just want to clarify. No, we, Kyle's <laughs> drinking juice, yo. Like, he's fine. What's Sipping in that, that juice? juice? What's in um, that juice, dude? Just juice. Did you guys ever do DMT? No. That, no that's they say, isn't DMT the one that they say releases the same chemical that what happens when you die? Yeah. Yes. That's and, what they say. It, the rumor is that once you use it, you're you have less. You don't have it when you actually die. All of it. <gasps> that sounds like know. some like spooky uh, old wives' tale shit, though. Like dare. Let's ask Joe Rogan because apparently like, he's done it. I I, I know people. Somebody has to, to Joe Joe kill Rogan. Joe Rogan and then ask if he actually died. No, it's <laughs> down. It's all personal. Like that's the thing is all of these beliefs is only applies to me because sure. like. So I don't get a dream life yet? That's yeah, this is fucked up. Here's, here's this is not a very inclusive well, idea. Wow. No, no. Wow. If, if I'm dead, then you are a figment of like my consciousness at the point of death. Am I right to be concerned about you in this moment? <laughs> because I am a little I am, I'm not necessarily concerned. No, no, no. You're cool, but I just, I do want to, let's flesh this out maybe off mic. <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh. This is interesting. Yeah. We learned something. We're, we, we're friends with a crazy person. I think, yeah, dude. I think, yeah, dude. Not, it's not, like, it doesn't. It's not know. that crazy, guys. No. It's not crazy. No, no, it's not crazy. I've it's never heard what we're saying. I'm not crazy. It's never been clear Aliens are real. It's you never die. <laughs> Death isn't real. Don't you see? This is a dream. We can do whatever we want. I can make this up if I want. That, like, you, when I fall asleep, you're not here. Prove to me you're real. consequences to things. I'm just saying. I can't prove a lot of things that I might believe. That's I, all I'm saying. I think this is no, I I, I think you're asking all the same questions that like every all of our ancestors have ever asked from the creation of time, which is simply like 
death is such an immense and horrifying and mysterious concept that it's easier or or perhaps safer to say that doesn't the 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 scary oblivion doesn't occur instead it's a continuation i've hit save in my video game and i get to go out on this other line and i'm not saying that's not true it could totally be true maybe we just like hop to a different frequency and we're just like i'm gonna be a ghost for a hot second i would love to be i would love to be a skeleton skeletons aren't real ghosts are um, skeletons are absolutely nobody real. Ske- Shut up. Me. Have you ever seen your bones, dude? <laughs> yeah, where's your fucking skeleton, Kyle? Let me Kyle? see your fucking bones right now, dude. Oh, you can't, can you? Oh, wait. You might be in dream life. Rip your skeleton <laughs> out. Dream life follows the real life rules. <laughs> I was clear. I was so clear. <laughs> You're still playing the so same wait, game. Question. Um, the people that like die and then come back to life due to like a heart attack and having their heart restarted yeah, yeah. or whatever... What are their thoughts? I mean, you cannot ask them your thoughts on this theory, but like, what do they say happens when they died? Uh, everyone like says different things. Yeah. Like the commonality is like, oh, I saw like a really bright light. Yeah, that's and, often. And I felt like at peace. Yeah. But like when you are raised in like, let's say just a religious household, like that's kind of like the, the thing you've been taught your yeah. entire life. Yeah. Like so you may not, rem- you probably don't remember. That's just what you're like. Oh, I was told this was. Yeah. Cool. Like or, this is your yeah. subconscious being like, this is what you want to see. Like this is what we're gonna produce for you, right? And this is like, this I think is it. I think it's more of that. I think yeah. it's it's imprinting from from it's it, it these like near death experiences. The the reports back differ culturally, which to me says it's the imprinting of what you were taught that will uh, sort of in, inform how you experience a near death experience. So Canadians you know. just think of like Mounties and Poutine winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah. It's really weird. They're like, I saw the cup. I saw the cup. I was covered in maple syrup. Germans get like schnitzel. Why'd you go right to Germans? (laughs) Such an easy Nazi. What do do Russians get? Just vodka Vodka. and like a bear to dance with. Bear on a unicycle. Coming down from the white light. (laughs) They're like, I saw a bright light. (laughs) I don't know what that accent was. That was perfect, man. You did your best. (laughs) No. (laughs) They get dancing bears and, and vodka, baby. The Russian dream. Oh, my God. I'm crazy. Yeah. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I think that was the first intro. 
Are we are we live? Yeah, we're live. Oh, we're live, Guys, baby. Thank you for listening. As always, first of all, I just want to lead off. Tweet us your thoughts about Kyle's ridiculous theories. I'd like to hear what you think. <laughs> yeah, I'm very I don't curious. Think it's that ridiculous? It's not. Clearly, you don't. It's not that. It's pretty. It's ridiculous. not that it's ridiculous. Just it's you just, know what? Tweet at Kyle. Let him know you love him. That's all I want you to do. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out to him. Make sure he's doing okay. <laughs> Guys, thank you for bearing with us on this episode of Deep Dives. Lots of deep dives in this one. Uh, three topics I'm passionate about, as always. Rape. Maggie's very passionate about Kyle's death theory. Oh my god, so passionate! As of now, you just wait. Wait for next week when I expand on it. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Um, you know, tweet at us, do the kiss things, us. kiss us, kiss us, make out with us if you want to get a little into it. We'll talk second base. Don't kiss me though, because I got a girlfriend and we're not Polly. I do have a girlfriend, Tweak his but you know what? Listen, nipples are on the table. If you're my friend, you can kiss me. Tweak. Matt's Address the nipple, nipples. please. Where are we at with the nipple conversation? Me? Yes, you. What about the nipples? Can we tweak, tweak them? them? No. Shit. I'm sorry, guys. I know that. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you heard it here first. Don't touch <laughs> Matt's. Don't touch Matt's nipples. But do rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, hit us with your segment ideas and, uh, you know, have a good week and shit. We'll see you next week. Bye. If you need, if you need a ride, let me know. <laughs> what? But you're always there for me. Making it easy free. Never seemingly judging while I'm at this party. Ready to leave. I'm always ready to leave. I'm always ready to leave. I'm always looking to leave. I'm always trying. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just don't even All right, understand. Matt, go ahead. So, guys, do you think horror movies are real or do you think they're fake? I think they're fake. They're fake. All of them? Well, the, not the ones based on true events, but even but those are think, fake. Yeah. yeah, they're fake in, in the sense that they're fiction. They're fictionalized. Not all of them. Yeah, they are. Give me one example of a real one. Paranormal activity. It's fake. It's fake, it's yeah. real. No, well, no, it's, it's fake. The, it was such a low-budget film because it was actually real. No. It's fake, The though. budget was practically zero because practically zero it was all real footage. It's a, Practically compared to a, what, the Avengers? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like $7 million, though. Horror movies are real. No, they're just cheap. Yeah. They're really cheap. They're real cheap. All of them? Yeah. yeah. That's yes. because they're real. No. Real. You just proved my point. Real cheap. That doesn't... They're real cheap. <laughs> they're real. No. Cheap. Keyword there is real. <laughs> they're very cheap. They're cheap to make because they're real. That's they're real. You can't make cheap. a real thing. It's either real or it's fake, and you don't yeah. make the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You convinced me. Horror movies are fake. <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.